All right, today's daf is Erevin daf, Dalit. We are on Gimbalam and Bays, a few lines from the bottom. So yesterday we got into the discussion of what exactly is an Amma, and we had two different opinions. We spoke about five Tefach Amma, six Tefach Amma, all these different things. And now, Varabah Mishmeh of Nachman Amar, Rabbah said the name of Nachman, Kol Amma is every Amma that, that we have. Whenever we're measuring something, an Amma is Ba'ama Ba'shisha. It's always talking about an Amma of six Tefachim. So Ella, so what's the difference between the various measurements? Halalu because when we talk about an Amma, of a Mavoy, of a Sukkah, so there we wanted to, uh, those are Halalu uh, Those are, I'm sorry, when we talk about the difference between a Kalayim and, and a Sukkah and a Mavoy, so by a Sukkah and a Mavoy, the, the, the lower you get, the more machmer you're going to be. If I say 20 amas, then my sukkah could only, could only be 20 amas high, my sach. So if you're going to have a small amma, so it's going to be lower. So it's more of a chumrah, okay? So we're not going to discuss, we're not getting into five tefach versus six tefach. We're doing something else there. Each amma is going to be six tefachim. That's according to Rava. However, there's a difference between how you measure the tefach. There is seichakais and atzebois. What does that mean? Seichak means to be happy. And as Rashi and the Ramam explained, when a person's happy, you have a big smile, your, your lips are separated, so that's called seichik, to be happy is to expand. And uh, atzevus means to be depressed, sad, your lips, you can't see the lips on the mask, but your lips are closed, and uh, that's called atzevus. So you have either a tefach seichik, a bigger tefach, or a tefach atzev, depressed. The Barazin always says that, uh, that what's the... Uh, the happy joy in life is when a person expands, you know, th- thinks outside of themselves. That's called seichik. When a person only lives for themselves, they become being atzev, uh, depressed. Either way, so according to Rav and Neymar of Nachman, when we differentiate between kalayim, where you want to have a bigger share to be more machmer, to spread out from vineyard to planting, then we're going to use an ama seichik, an ama, uh, meaning an ama made up of tfachim that are, that are large. So you have six of these big tfachim as opposed to six small ones. Fine. Mesvei, ask you Akasha. So we have machlekes rova and abaya. According to abaya, we said that it, there's a, uh, there, well, sometimes we'll say five tfachim in an ama, and sometimes we'll say six tfachim in an ama. According to rova, there's always six tfachim in every ama, just some are called tefach seichik, the, the happy ones, the big ones, and some are called tefach atzev, the depressed ones, the ones that are closed uh, tightly, like this, as we sent on the, on the chat. Okay, May's face, so we asked the kasha on this. Kol amo chachamim, the bride says like this, kol amo chachamim, any time the chachamim said an amo, the Amma Bashisha. It's talking about Amma that's made up of six Tvachim. Ubalvad. However, Shiloh Yehei Michuvanis. It should not be Michuvanis. What does that mean? We'll see what that means. So, Bishlam of the Rava, everything makes sense according to Rava. How are you going to say that? Rava said, every, there's no such thing as five Tvach Amma. Every Amma is six Tvachim. So that's, that fits this rice. So the rice is Kol Amma Shemachachamim, but Amma Bashisha. So, Bishlam of the Rava, Rava is going to say that all Ammas are made of six, are, are composed of six Tvachim, right? However, there's a difference between uh, how you measure the tefach. Some te- sometimes you'll measure with six seichakois, the big ones, and sometimes you measure with six atzevos, the depressed ones, the small tefach. Okay. Now, kihechi telehavi halalu seichakois. When I, the same way, or basically he's saying that, that I'll have, when, I, when I'm measuring kalayim, I want to have a big gap between the vineyard and the field. So then I'm going to use Sechakais, the big tefach. When I'm, me- when I'm measuring six amas, it's always six amas. S- I'm sorry, it's always six tefach and amma, right? 
it's always six tefachim and amma. So when I'm trying to measure between field and, vi- and vineyard, so then I have to use the big shear, which is six tefachim that are the large uh, fists. How, and when I'm measuring mavoi or sukkah, I want it to be lower, to be more machmir. So when I say 20 amos, that means 20 amos made up of six tefach tefachim that are small. Okay, according to Abaya, Abaya said that amos of a sukkah and amos of mavoi, how you measure them? With five tefachim. That was yesterday's daf. So it's a kasha, because this Bryce said, kol. We're talking about always has to be six tvachim per amma. So the Gemara says, Amalach Abaya. Abaya tells you, Ema, I'll tell you, this Brisa is only talking about Amas Kalayim. It's talking about the Amas when it comes to Kalayim, when I'm, when, I'm, when I'm measuring between the vineyard and the field. So then we measure Ba'ama Ba'ashisha. Okay? So it sounds like Abaya is rewriting the Brisa. The Brisa is a Kol Amos. So some of say you take out the word Kol. And we're talking about Kalayim. So only by Kalayim do we need to have the six Tefach Amo. However, Abaya could stand with his opinion, yesterday's daf, that when it comes to Mavoy, when it comes to Sukkah, we're talking about an Amo made up of five Tefachim. So you have no Kasha on Abaya. So the says, hold on a second. You want to tell me the Brisa was specific, specifically talking about Kalayim? Look at the end of the Brisa. It says, He says, said by Kalayim are talking about an Amma that has six Tvachim. Okay. It sounds like it shouldn't be the Mitzumtzum means to, to be uh, like depressed, to be. Mitzumtzum um, means to. to constricted. constricted. Very good. Okay. But those. Amos should not be made above Tzvachim that are constricted. So what do you see from here? From the fact that Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel says, he's coming to add something, it must be that Mechal Tanakama, Kol Amos Kamar. If you look at the paragraph, Chachamim, the Tanakama, and Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel. It first says, Kol Amos, Shabbatayra, are six. Rabbi Shimon Ben says, All Amos by Kalayim are Ba'ama Bashisha. Sounds like the first opinion was that Globally, all Amas are six. How can Abayah say that's talking about Kalayim? It's clearly Rav Shimon Gamliel is saying that we're only talking about Kalayim here. But the Tanakama argue with him. Echal Tanakama, Kol Amas Kamar. Samalach Abayah, Velav Mi Ikka Rav and Shimon Gamliel, the Kaik of us. You know what? You're right. There is a Machlaikas Tanakama and the Chachamim. But now that you told me there's a Machlaikas Tanakama and the Chachamim, me, Abayah, what's the problem? I'm allowed to go with a different Tana. I'll go with Rav Shimon Gamliel. You're right. The Tanakama holds all Amas have to be six Tachim. I'll go with Rav Shemim Only by Kalayim does it need to be an Amma of six Tvachim. Okay. I know the Ami Krav Shemim So the Gemara says, okay, Labaya Vadai Tanai. According to Abaya, this is definitely a Machlaikas Tanai. According to the Tanakama, all, Kalai, all, all Amois are made of six Tvachim, Kalatarakula. According to Rav Shemim only by Kalayim. Labaya Vadai Tanai. It's definitely a Machlaikas in the Tanai. Laravo. What about Rava? Mi lema tanoi. Does Rava also have to say it's a? It's, it's also machlekes tanoim. Now, that, that would be a problem because if it's machlekes tanoim, meaning one of two ways, either Rava is going to say like this that I go with the Tanakama, that globally ama is six tefachim. However, we differentiate between uh, tefach atzov and a tefach. That would be the opinion of the Tanakama. However, Rav Shimon Gamliel argues to me, no problem. So Rav is picking the Tanakama, Abai is picking the Rav Shimon Gamliel. Or you could say that Rav will say that even Rav Shimon Gamliel is just adding to what the Tanakama said. The Tanakama said that 
all Amois are made of six Tvachim, comes up Shingon Leo, Shingon Leo says, by Kalayim, we're, we're specifically using an Amah made up of a Tefach, that's a Tefach Sachuk, not a Tefach Adsev, and uses the term Levad, Shaloi Yiu Mitzum Tamois. So that's a two Tzedadim. Amalach Rava, so Rava responds, Rav Shimon Leo, Ha'asla Shminon, Amas Kalayim Leit Samsi. You're right. Or Rav Shimon Leo is coming to do, he's adding to the Chacham. The Chacham said, globally, we hold that all Amois are Amois of six Tvachim. Comes Rav Shimon Leo, he says, by the way, when you're dealing with Kalayim, you want to know how much space between the field, between the vineyard and the field. So there you're obviously you're counting Dalit Amos. How are you going to measure your Dalit Amos? You have to measure Dalit Amos, the, the bigger size. What's the bigger size? That the Tefach component, the six Tvachim, are not going to be uh, uh, Atzor. They're not going to be Mitzum Tamais. They're going to be the bigger Tvachim. So you have a wider gap between your vineyard and your grain. So the Gemara says, Valema, if that was true, he should have just said, Amas Kalayim Layitamtim. He should have just said, uh, four-word addition to the Chum. The Chum said, all, all Amois are, 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 are six Tvachim. You should have had an addendum. And Rosh Hashanah says, Amas Kalayim Layitamtim. When it comes to Kalayim, don't, be a subtra- don't, ha- don't have a, a, a symptom, a, 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 a Atzov Tefach. So, so Ba'ama Bashisha Lamutimai, why does he add Amas Kalayim Ba'ama Bashisha? We know already that all Amos, according to the Tanakhama, all Amos are always going to be six Tvachim. What is Rosh Hashanah adding by saying, repeating Ba'amas Bashisha by the Kalayim? Lamutimai, Lav Lamuti, Amas Sukhav, Amas Mavoy. It's coming to us say, only by Kalayim do we say that every Amma is talking is uh, six Tefach Amma. But by Mavoy, our Masechta, or by Sukkah, we're talk- that means the Amma will not be six Tvachim, will be five Tvachim. Who does this go like? This goes like Abaya. So we're back to square one. You thought Rabba was the correct one here? Now we have a, a riot to Abaya. So like, what's this? No, no, Loi. Lamuti Amma, Yesoid, it's coming to be might a different thing. Meaning you're right. It has to be telling me that only by Kalayim do we say this Amma is six Tvachim. There's something that is, it's, not, it's, not going to, it's not going to fit. There's going to be one place, at least, where the Amma is not going to be uh, six tvachim. So we assume it's talking about mavoy or sukkah. Maybe over there it makes sense to be more machmer to have an ama that's five tvachim. So Rabbi says no. Even by mavoy, even by sukkah, we, when we measure it, we're measuring by six tvachim. Six small tvachim, but six tvachim uh, nonetheless. So what is Rabbi Shimon Gamil saying when he says, Kol Amois by Kalayim is uh, six Tvachim. What's he coming to exclude? He's coming to exclude the the Amma Yisoyed, the Amma Soyvev. The Amma of the Yisoyed, which is the base of the Mizbeach, and the Soyvev, which is this uh, little uh, uh, ledge coming out. So we'll see what this means. The Pasuk says in Yecheskel, this is Nevuah's Yecheskel, talking about the base of Mikdash Hashlishi, which we built. So he says the pasuk. This is how you measure the mizbeach ba'amois. So the way the rishonim learn, they read into the pasuk that the pasuk is, is specifying how to measure an amma. So let's read the pasuk again. When you measure the mizbeach ba'amois, each amma should be an amma. So amma amma v'toifach should be an amma and a tefach. What does that mean? That every amma is really five tefachim. Add another tefach. So when you measure the mizbeach, it's each amma should be six tefachim. Sounds good. However, v'cheik, which means the base, ha'amma, we'll see the Gemara uh, gets into this. V'amma roichav, the amma of the roichav, the ledge, u'gvula al-svasa, saviv zeres ha'echad, and each, uh, each corner of the mizbeach had like a, um, looks like a base, if you're a baseball fan. So there was a, it's called a horn, but it's, uh, it's like a, uh, it was like a cinder block, right? There was a, a jutting 
uh, part of the Mizbeach on each of the four corners. So that is also uh, uh, So what does this mean? The Chek of the Amma, which means it's only an Amma, not an Amma of a Tefach. So it's a five Tefach Amma, not a six Tefach Amma. So this goes back to what we said when Rav Shibbing Amil said, Kol Amma is by Klein the six Tefachim. What was he coming to exclude? He's coming to exclude the Chek and the Reichav, that these Amois are measured with five Tefachim. How do we see that? Because the Pasuk says, Typically, when you're measuring the, the Mizbeach, you have an Amma of five Tefachim. However, here, by the Mizbeach, it says, Amma, Amma, V'toifach. It should be an Amma, which is five Tefachim, V'toifach, and an extra Tefach, making it six Tefachim. However, V'cheik, Ha'amma, V'amma, Reichav, Gulas, V'asav, Zeres, Echav, V'zegav, V'zegav, It's only a regular Amma, which is made of five tefachim. So cheik ha'ama zei yisoid va'ama roichav zei This is the the second level of the of the of the mizbeach. So there's a there's a looks like a, you know a wedding cake, right? You have your the wide base, then you have the second level, and you have the uh, the, the top level. So the amount of space between the uh, level we're getting a projector, Mr. Shem, so it'll be a little easier. So <laughs> the amount of space between the uh, the like the first step would be an ama of five tefachim. Gvula These are the corns, the corners, the horns. When you measure them as bechazav, we also measure it with this small ama, the ama of five tefachim. Okay, so in once we mentioned amas, we got into what exactly an ama is. You have all these different opinions, five or six, or is it always six tefachim? Uh, but we differentiate between a tefach, I'd save and a tefach uh, and then we got into the opinion of Rav Shem that when it comes to measuring the mezbeach, some parts of it were measured with six tefachim, and some parts were measured with five tefachim amos. Okay, now we, once we mention shurim, we bring the Gemara. We had this a uh, couple hundred daf ago in, in brachos. Amrav chia bar Ashi Amarav. Rav chia bar Ashi Amarav. Well, I'm sorry. The next part we had in brachos shurim chatzitzin umechitzin halachalamayish misinei. When it comes to the shir. For example, we know a person gets punished for eating uh, chelav. You get, a person gets kares. So what's the shear? Eat a kezayas of chelav. We had this whole paraklagado talking about this. There's a shear for eating chelav. A shear for haitzah. Carrying on Shabbos. Those shiurim and chatzitin, meaning a person titles himself or you title your, uh, you your keli. And you left a sticker on. So the concept of chatzitzah and mechitzin, on the concept of mechitzah, which is what we're going to talk about in the Seftus Erevin, Rishos HaYachet is all based on mechitzah. Those three concepts, halacha l'moshim yisinai, these are all halacha l'moshim yisinai. It's not explicit in a pasuk. It's a halacha l'moshim yisinai. Now, shiur and daraisahi. You're telling me a shir, the, the, the measurements are all based on the Messiah we have, halacha l'moshim yisinai. It's beferish in the Torah. The chsir, the pasuk says, so this we had in Brachis, Eretz chito usa'ira. And the pasuk continues. Forget Fenu Seino Rimon Eretz Zei Shemen Utvash. So there's a there's a this, the, the Shivas uh, Shivas Aminim. What is that telling me? Amar Rav Chonon Kol Apasik Hazeh Lishiur Nemar. This entire pasuk, each one of these uh, items in the pasuk is coming to allude to a shear that we're going to have in in uh, in halacha. So and you see, it's actually a pasuk. So why are you telling me it's halacha l'moish misinai? It's a it's a pasuk in Chumash. Okay, we, uh, we just had it in, in Chumash. So what do we see? This chita, wheat, lichadetz. Now I went to the Mishnah by Nagam. So there's a, there's a whole parsha of Nagam in the Torah. We have a whole Masechtus Nagam. So look at parsha in the Torah. So one of the Nagam is called Negebatim. That if someone has a nega, a saras on his house, so anybody that walks in there is tummy. And uh, we know the Midrashim, you, br- you broke open the wall and you found the treasures. Okay, so the Pasuk tells us that v'habo'a labayis, 
uh, someone goes into the house, whenever the house is supposed to be closed off, quarantine, so yitma ara arav. As soon as you walk in there, you become tame. That's the halacha. However, someone who sits in the house, now your clothing became tameh. You sat there and you ate a meal. Also, additionally, you'd also have to wash your, your clothing, meaning your clothing are tameh as well. So it sounds like just merely going into the house that's full of taras, the bias hamanuga, a person's tameh, it says, he's tameh, but his clothing's not tameh. His clothing will only be tameh when he sits and eats a meal there. So the Gemara said like this, Hanichnas the bayis hamanuga, someone who walks into a, a house that has taras, the kelev akseifov, and instead of wearing his shirt, he's holding it on his shoulder, the son of the he's holding his, uh, his uh, slippers, he's holding his rings, he's not wearing them, so then, those articles of clothing will become tameh just like him. Why? So Chazal tells us because that's based on the Pasuk Same way you go into a house You're tummy right away You bring clothing into the house You're holding it So the clothing went into a house You know And, uh, and now, now it's tummy However So who became tummy However, how you love us, Caleb, if he's wearing his clothing, the sandal of Ragla, if he's wearing his, sh- his shoes are on his feet, but that boy said, boy said, his rings are on his finger. Who, Tommy Meyad, because he is called Haba el Habayis, as the Pasuk says, but Haba el Habayis, call you me his Kiroi, say Yitman Arev. The Hain, the clothing is Tahiran. Why? Because the Pasuk says, Yechabes has begadav only after a person was Shoichi Babayas or Oichi Babayas. So they're still tar at, until he waits a certain amount of time. Achiyish, until you wait. What does the Pasuk say? Oichel, you have to wait and eat. Until he waits, Bechteachilas Pras. The amount of time it would take to eat uh, a loaf of bread, basically, or a slice of bread. So, which is a few minutes. We, we get into this in Hilchas Yom Kippur and then, you know, in Hilchas Bracha how quickly you have to eat. So, the person talk about three minutes, four minutes, whatever the shear is, Bechteachilas Pras. That is the shear that a person has to wait if he's wearing clothing. Your clothing will not become tame until you waited in that uh, bias Hamanuga. The, the amount of time it takes to eat achilas pras. Now, what does that have to do with chita? So the Gemara says, pas chita, we're talking about a wheat bread, v'loi pas sa'erin, and not barley bread. And it has to be may save, you're sitting down to eat like a mensch, v'oichab belifta, and you're dipping it into hummus, or whatever, your trina, whatever you're dipping it with. So it's a normal way of eating, whatever amount of time that takes to eat your, your pita with, uh, with hummus, but it's a wheat pita, not a barley one, that is the shear of chita. Okay, so we found chita. Next, what's the next word in the Pasuk? Sa'ira, usa'ira, when it comes to Barley, where do we see a shear that has to do with barley? That's not we went to the Mishnah, etzem, you have a bone from a dead body, kisairo. What's the size that makes someone tame if, uh, if a person touches a dead body? So, a bone the size of a sairo, the size of a barley. It makes one tame by touching it, and it makes one tame by masa while carrying it. However, if it's less than that, a person will not become tame from, from carrying it. Just, by the way, one of the Interesting shilas over the last uh, 10, 15 years is that they realized that some of the fillings that they do with uh, for, for for cavities comes from human bones. So I, I didn't look into the dentistry, but I was looking at Rav Asher Weiss's chuvas. So he talks about it. if you're a kain, can you get a filling? So uh, or if you're a kain, can you go to a, can you go to a dentist office because they have all these fillings there? Does that add up to the sheer of of um, of Thomas Oil? And he and he thought that perhaps when a person is, has, the, has the filling in his teeth, that'll be a problem of Tumas Masa. You're carrying, you're carrying the Tumah. So in his chuva, he's obviously Mekel, and he says that uh, it's Nishtana, it's no longer considered uh, uh, human, human bones. At that point, it's totally changed. It's, it's a, you know, we call it Panim Chadashus Bokan, but it's a very interesting Shaila. Okay. 
Right, right. So according to, according to Tysus, someone says on the Tysus, ask the Kasha if he was a coin or not. Right. So, so someone says that, that, that was a tooth, no? It was a t- it's not a tooth, this is crushed up bone. Oh, this, this, oh, it's a that. filling, it's used as a filling. Okay, well, we'll get the truva. Okay. Okay. In the back of his, uh, back of his truva, talks about this. How okay. do Umar know the Chita applies to the Tsaras and the Sayer applies? How do they know it can match up? So the question is, as the Kasha, right? We have the same problem in Brachas. It doesn't say anywhere explicitly. It just, we have a shear that we know, and we're just touching it on a puzzle. Like, you're right. The Gemara asked that Kasha. It doesn't say it explicitly, so we're going to say, right? It's just the way of Chazal, but you're 100% right. And the, and the, Gemara, the Gemara is bothered by that. It doesn't say anywhere. It just says, it says, Saira. Saira can mean a lot of things. Saira can mean, that's the shear for uh, making Kiddush. I don't know, right? 100%. Now, veinimatam ba'oyal, a person's not tummy, meaning the size of a saira does not make one tummy ba'oyal, tumas oil on a mace, unless it has to be a much, much bigger size. But veinimatame maglomasa. Next one, gefen. This is the most difficult one, kedei revius yayin. So grapes somehow resembles a revius of yayin. Tysus is bothered, you have a very long tysus here. Here we're talking about the grape. What does the grape have to do with the revius? Saira, okay, let's add some kasaira. Fine, but uh, as Tysus Kasha, you'll look at it if you have, you have a few minutes. Okay, so Gefen Gedei Revius Yain, the Nazar, that a Nazar is Chayev, he's Chayev, he has to bring carbon if he drinks a Revius of wine. Te'ena, a fig, Kagroigeris, it's a dried out fig, Lehaitza, Shavuz, we just had this in the Daf, many Prakim discussing not just for Haitza, we know anything that has to do with food, Lush and Trina, uh, all these things, the shear is Kagroigeris, Lehaitza, Shabbos, that will be the shear. Remo and Pomegranate, Kokli Balabat, let's have this in Shabbos, Kokli Balabatim. When a person has a keli, he's, he's a balabas, he's an owner, he owns it, he's not a manufacturer, he doesn't, uh, he's not a craftsman, so when he has a hole in his keli, he'll keep it, it's not so bad. How big is the hole, Does the, how big can the hole be and it still be tame, meaning it's not considered a broken keli? Up until the size of a pomegranate. Let's say he's an uman, so we learned, I think it's even a bakol shahu, an uman, uh, a craftsman, He's he's more makpid on his keli. So even a kolshu, a small little hole in it, will no longer be will no longer be tummy. Eretz say shemen. What's the what's this uh, with with uh, with uh, olives with vash? So eretz shekol shirek kazesim. All the shurim chelav and basar uh, b'chal. All these different things. The shirim kazayis. So when the Gemara says kol shiru asoka, that the whole shirim you're spacing out the last ten minutes. Hani da'amar. We just said we have chita saira gefen teino. What are you talking about? So alayim eretz shiroiv shirek kazesim. Meaning unless we it is noted we we are notified otherwise the tip. Typical standard shear is a kazayas for brachos for uh, your typical shear is a kazayas. What about dvash when it comes to honey, which means the date honey? Kakaisavas agas. This is the Yom Kippurim. Yom Kippur coming up. So what's the shear? For example, a person uh, who's a chayla that that if they would not eat over the course of Yom Kippur, they're called a chayla sheish b'sakanas halachas. They would eat b'shiurim. So how much could they eat? So a rabbi would have to figure out what's the shear of a kaisavas agasa. What's the shear of this uh, of this uh, big date? And they could eat that. Another gemara we just had. The, every time you don't want to eat more than that, so you spread it out over three minutes and some are machmer nine minutes. So you ask your rabbi if the person. Is in that situation okay? But for the Mars, so the Mars says, "Hold on." And Avram Shimon's kasher. But Tisbur can tell me shiurim mitok sivi. Where does it say the shiurim in the Torah? Just tell me that the seven shivas aminim of Eretz Yisrael. And why are you asking that shiurim are not halach l'moshim misina? Because it's explicit in the pasuk. Doesn't say it in my chomish. Ella hilchasinim. You're right. The whole thing's halach l'moshim misina. Vas mechinin rabbanon akroy. The chachamim just were soy mechin. I mean, they suspended it. They hung it up on psukim. So when we talk about uh, chita, saira. Oh, by the way, chita, 
that should remind you there's a shear of chita of, uh, of Achilles Pras, Saira, Etzan Kasaira, Gefen, right? So that you should remember it. But that's all it is. It's not explicit in the Pasuk, and therefore we know that Shiurim are Halacha Lemoisha Misinai. Next, so we had Shiurim, Chatzitzin, and Mechitza. So Chatzitzin, Chatzitza was one of the three that we said is Halacha Lemoisha Misinai. So says, really? Daraisa, you know, it's, it's Daraisa. The Pasuk says, it says, by Balkari, Varachatz, it's called the Sari Bamayim. When you go to the mikvah, you have to wash your entire body. A person has his hand out of the mikvah. You're not toivel. It doesn't work, right? I mean, you toivel your keli. So let's say a person toiveling a bottle. They just toiveled that, uh, that glass canister. So it's very difficult because, because the, way, the way it's uh, shaped, there's always going to be an air bubble. So I didn't have to go into the mikvah. But we figured it out. You know, it gives a chanetza without getting wet. But when you toivel something, the water has to be touching every single part of the, of the, of the keli at the same time. It's not like kashering something. You kasher a grill. You kasher this part, you kasher that part. When you toivel it, the pasta says, barachat, it's cold, your entire body has to be submerged in the water. And what does this mean? Not only does it mean you have to be submerged in the water. Another thing, you can have a chatzitza between you and the water. So your classic kalim example is a sticker. However, for women going to the mikvah, you have nail polish, shilos, and, and all these different things. So the Gemara says, isn't that a pasuk? Why are you telling me it's a halacha l'mayshim yisinai? And we say, which tells me it has to be enough water that my body could go in. We know this as arba imsaf, 47, a kamahin, it's amma. We save you the math. 40 saw of water, which is a certain amount of gallons. Today, they're so machin. When, you, when you're doing a mikvah for women, they do 250 gallons, which is probably seven or eight times the size of what exactly a, a, a basic mikvah would have to be. But yotzol the shit is, and again, if you're spending $100,000, you might as well, or more, you might as well be yotzol the shit. It's not a big deal. Fine. But either way, you have. The psukim tell us no, no chatzitza. It has to be uh, forty sa. So why are you telling me it's halachah l'mayshim misinai? It's fair shapasuk. It says v'rochah is called b'sar b'mayim shleit davachot zibay m'sar l'mayim. So the gemara says kiyesh yechuchasa lissa aray tefer it's here. I would have thought that here would not be a problem. You know, here die in the here or not all these other things. Comes the halachah l'mayshim misinai to tell me that here is also a chatzitza. Uchad the rabba bar avhuna. We have to know this halacha of rabba bar avhuna. Adam rabba bar avhuna. Nima achas kashura. If a if a woman has one here that's knotted, it's it's, it's uh, knotted on its own, uh, on itself. Chaytzetzetz. That knot is so tight, the water is not going to get in and touch that piece of here that is underneath that knot. It's a chatzitza. Shalish. What if you have three here that that form a knot together? Einan chaytzin doesn't create a chatzitza. I'm not sure about two. I'm not sure. Maybe it's tight. Maybe it's not too tight. So this halacha that here is a chatzitza, that's halacha l'moshim yisina. The Gemara says, what are you talking about? Sarei nami daraisahu. Here is also a daraisah. The Tanya, I'm looking at Braisa. Varochatz es kol besarai. What does it mean, es kol besarai? Es hatafel besarai. It's coming to include something that's tafel to your basar. Vizehu seyer. Talking about here. So here is also of a fairish apostolic. So what in the world is this halacha l'moshim yisina telling me? So the Gemara says, ki yasa hilchasa l'rubai u'lamiyutai u'lamakbid u'lashayin makbid. Comes the halacha l'moshim yisina and it tells me the halacha is regarding most of the body, the minority of the body, makbid, l'shayin makbid, and I will see what it means. Because the Rabbi Yitzhak, dam Rabbi Yitzhak, dvar taira, according midaraisa, rubai u'makbid alav choyte. Let's say a woman has paint for most, uh, most of her body. It's roiv of her guf, and she's makvan, and she doesn't want it. She wants to get it off. And she still goes to the mikvah, chaytzitz. She is still a needed, a raisa. She did not go to the mikvah. 
Let's say she doesn't care. Uh, let's say a spray on tan, right? You have it, it could be the entire body. There might be better because they want it. But let's say they don't really want it, but they don't care. That's not a chatzitza So Chacham came along. They were, they were guys there. Let's say it covers most of your body, but you don't care. You don't care about it. There's a problem. It's still us or Midrabanan. Why? Because you, if, if we would allow you to go to the mikvah with roiv of your guf covered, even though you're not makbid, you might go with roiv of your guf covered when you are makbid, which would be a puzzle midaraisa. The amiyute hamakbid, Let's say a woman has paint on, on her elbow. So it's only miyut of the body, but she doesn't want it. She wants to get rid of it. She's trying. So we say that that's a problem midarabanan because of the gzeir mishim ruboy hamakbid. Okay, so this is the halacha Mishim Yisina teaching me this concept of Roy Vimeyat. Now, just bother, how do you understand this? So, the, the, uh, the, I think the best way to understand it, this is going back to my uh, the Carlo days, learning Hilchus Matvais, is that Rav Moshe Feinstein has, a, has somewhere in the Chuvas, he writes, he said it's based on a rush. Then every time there's a halacha of Moshe it's coming to be mekel. It's coming to be more mekel. So, what, how would you learn it into this soya? The Pasuk says, Varachatz is called Basari Bamayim. What does that mean? If I put one finger out of the water, halacha is. I'm not, I'm not yoitz in my mikvah. So why don't you say the same thing? If I have a sticker on my shoulder, right? I shouldn't, midaraisa, it shouldn't be good. Varachat is kol basar b'mayim. Midaraisa, it shouldn't be good. And that's really what it would be if we only had the pasuk. Comes that lachal ha-moshim tells me, no, if you're in the water, your whole, your entire body is submerged. So in lumdus, we could say that this piece of sticker that's on your shoulder, it's bottled to your guf. And rubai is fine. As long as rave of your guf is not covered, and uh, uh, that's fine. You're good to go. So that could be, that's the halacha mishnah. Teaching me that in order for it to be a chatzitza, it has to be rubai umakbir. However, why is Sarah different? How come one not? Sarah is the is the is the also. So Sarah, one not, one not, one not would only be a problem in the rabbanan. The Gemara was going back. How do I know that sar is also, is also a problem of chatzitz? Maybe it's not considered your body. Rochatz is called gufa b'mayim. So the Gemara thought that's the halacha of The Gemara tells you no, that's s. S teaches me here. Many Rishonim learn that if most of your hair has has a chatzitza, even if your guf has no chatzitza, it's still a problem mid because s is telling me even right on the hair would be a problem. What's the longest? If one hair is not and your whole body is submerged, why isn't it like a sticker? Right, midaraisa, you're good to go. Yeah, it's only only midarabanan because it's miut atu atu rive. Okay, so basically, from all these things you have, uh, so, so that, that's how I learned the halacha of Sinai. It's coming to be makel that I don't have to have every single part of my skin being touched by the water as long as I'm totally submerged and there's a sticker on it, or you have a sticker on a, you leave your sticker on your uh, your your your, your uh, glass you know, bowl or something, you don't care. You know, it's, it's something nice enough. If it says amazing savings, you might, you might want to take it off. But let's say you don't care, you're, you're leaving it on anyways, halacha is no problem. If it's a, if it's a miyot, that's either you're not a makbed on, there's no problem. Comes along the Ramah, by the way, in Hilchus, uh, Hilchus, Hilchus Nida, says that we have, a, we have a practice that we take everything off. Women will take everything off prior to go to the mikvah, even if they're not makbed on it, even if it's on miyot of the guf. What comes up, the, the shayla that is, that is often asked, you'll ask your local rabbi, is regarding a, a, someone who has something that's not only is it not mock, but on it, they want it there. An example would be nail polish or makeup. 
This is your classic Friday night Shiloh, right? The woman wants to go to the mikvah Friday night. She doesn't want to walk home and, or go to a Shabbos Sheva Brachas without makeup on. So can they go to the mikvah with makeup on, right? So you'll ask your rabbi, the Shiloh, but most person will tell you no. But uh, why is that? Because the minig is not to go with anything, even though you're not makbar on it. Ramosh has a chiddush that since makeup you'll be makbar on soon because it's gonna, the uh, nail polish is gonna peel, it's gonna look ugly soon. So yeah, it's as if you're makbar now, it's tremendous chiddush and alacha. Why do we care about what's gonna happen in 72 hours? Right now it's fresh makeup, it's fresh nail polish. So you'll ask. Uh, it's not just that they change the color. They they change it all the time. They're not makbar it. Makbar means I don't want it. I, I don't. I, this is disgusting to me. So right now she just put on nail polish. She's not makbar it. Okay, all these things are interesting, interesting shilas. Uh The most recent shilas I got w- regarding this would be uh, the spray on tans. I don't know, it's like a new thing in, uh, in Lakewood. Uh, all the women have, I don't know, that's what they tell me, they have spray on tans. So you have a spray on tan, it's, it's cola goof, right? So halakhali, the people that did research on it, they say that there's, no, uh, there's nothing on top of the body. It gets absorbed into the body. After a, after a number of days, I forgot the whole mathematics on my phone a few months ago, someone asked me, looked into it. Permanent makeup is, is yeah, that, that, that's the shila of, uh, of tattooing, the permanent makeup. So you have to, there's a shock, the shock is makeup. But, um, but, because uh, it's not coming for the, for the reason of tattoos, but you gotta be careful with the, uh, the permanent makeup. If someone has a illness, and uh, someone has, has, uh, has yanamachla, so the place can rely on the shock to allow the woman to have, uh, to get, you know, the eyelashes and stuff. But stam, just for fun, I would not, uh, I would not be makeup. Okay. Um, one more halacha, just interesting halacha regarding this concept of miyot hamakbid. What about men? Men that go to the mikvah for tefillas Ezra. Can a person go in his bathing suit? Now, it might look weird to go to your men's mikvah in a bathing suit, but halachically, let's say you found the lake. Do you have to uh, jump in, you know, uh, you know, the way you were born, or can a person wear a bathing suit? So most of the parties can say that there's no problem. This whole gezerah of miyot she'ena makbid is only by women, or even me at Hamakbit is only by women, not, or, or by men when it comes to tefillahs that are deraisa. Tefillahs Ezra just going to the mikvah, you know, before Shabbos, no problem to wear a bathing suit. I actually thought that they should do this. And, you know, they were having issues in, in uh, certain, certain communities over the years regarding uh, mikvah scandals. Well, they just have a, ba- a bathing suit mikvah. There's no problem up here, And then uh, you, could, uh, you could save a lot of people from a lot of harm. I don't know. But let's have a swimming pool. You have an in-ground swimming pool. Halach is that is kosher as a mikvah for men, for tilas Ezra, even for tithing before Yom Kippur. So you want to go in your bathing suit, no problem. There is a mata frying that brings down that, that the tefillah before an Arab Kippur should be like a real, real tefillah. So maybe not uh, Arab Kippur. Arab Shabbos, person wants to go to the lake in your bathing suit, no problem whatsoever. Okay, so the Gemara says, the ligs are nami amiyuta shina makbid, mishum miyuta hamakbid. Why don't we say, that we should make a xaver that even a small little sticker on my finger, even though I'm not makbar on it, right? I don't care, I have, a, I have nail polish. I should make a xaver that, that if, just because I'm not makbar on it, maybe I will, I will be makbar on it, and it's only a miyot. Inami mishum rubay she'ena makbar. The Gemara says, he gufa xaver. This whole concept of, once it's less than 50% of your body, that it's even a problem in the first place, that's only a xaver. You're gonna make another xaver where it's less than 50%, and, it's not, uh, not makbin on it, I should be machmer on that, and therefore, we are not makbin. We, we, we are, no pun intended, we are not machmer for this. There's a, there's a minog, lechachila, but it's not a gzeira. I'm not making the nigzer, gzeira, gzeira, okay. So the last one of the three, we had shiurim, we had chatzitzin, uh, the final one is called uh, mechitzos. So the Gemara says mechitzos, 
was one of the three that we said halacha l'moishim. We see in the Gemara, we see in Kasha, mechitza is daraisa nino. Mechitza is also daraisa. Dama ma'ar. So this you have to go to Gemara and Sukkah, daftal and mebeis for the kini masechta people. There's a the Gemara over there says that that the shechina. You have to get into philosophy for this, but the shechina does not uh, does not exist on the Aretz. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Shekhinah is never manifest, doesn't manifest itself on the ground. HaShemayim, HaShemayim, HaShem, the Gemara says, V'aretz, Nasan of Adam. So if you learn, uh, if you learn Hasidus and Pnei Mesatari, there's a whole discussion of Tzimtzum, Tzimtzum Kipshutai, Tzimtzum Shalai Kipshutai. We'll talk about it at a different time. The Pasuk says uh, um, that the Kavod of HaShem is everywhere. Malay Chala Aretz Kavodai. So you have to get into what's the cover of Hashem, what's the Shechina Hashem. Either way, it's a Befeir Shagamara that the Shechina does not go on the ground. So the Gemara's Kasha there is how could the Shechina be Medaberes to Moshe Rabbeinu from on top of the Arain if uh, the Shechina doesn't go on the ground? So the Gemara says over there, they try to figure out the measurements of the Arain. Based on the measurements of the Arain, we have Mechitza. And you see from there that Mechitza is a Dindarisis. The Gemara brings in that. that Sugi in Sukkah, so in Sukkah. So it says Arain. The Arain was Tisha, was nine Tvachim. Because it says Ba'ama Vechetzi. How do you measure Ama? Ama, we'll assume it's six Tvachim. Ama Vechetzi is nine Tvachim. The, hakap, the Kapiris and the covering of Aron add another Tafach. Harekan Asara. So you have ten Tvachim. And the Shechino was on top of the Kapiris between the Kruvim. That's where the Shechino was talking to uh, Moshe Rabbeinu. So we have ten Tvachim. What do you see from here? It's a Mechitza between Va'aretz uh, Nasan of Neadam, the ground, and, and the Shechina. So you see, Mechitza Midaraisis. The Gemara says, Light Sri, Light Sri, Light Sri, Yehuda, the Amar Amas Binyan. I need the Halacha Moshe Misinai, according to Rabbi Yehuda, which going back to our Amma discussion, the Amar, he holds, when it comes to the Mishkan, Amma, Amas Binyan, the Amma, when they built the Mishkan, was Ba'ama Bashisha, that they used a six Tefach Amma. Amas Kalim, when it comes to the Kalim, they used Ba'ama Bas Hamisha. So, do the math. If I, every amma, but when it comes to a keli of the mishkan, was an amma of five, so how high is the aron? The aron was amma v'chetzi. What's amma v'chetzi if you have five tvachim in each amma? Seven and a half tvachim. Add another tefach to the kaparis, you got only have eight and a half tvachim. So I wouldn't know this halacha that a mechitza is ten tvachim. Fine. So now he could say, you know what? That's learned that from halacha l'moshim Sinai. So, Ulra Meir, the Amar Kol Amas Hayabedanis, they always used the standard Amar, which was six Tvachim. Michael and Meir, I should know from the Aroin, was ten Tvachim high. That's considered a Mechitza. So, the Gemara says, You're right, Ulra Meir, Kiyasa Hilchasa, what's the Allah Chalamoshim Yusinai adding? And again, it's a Kula. Allah Chalamoshim Yusinai is coming to be Mekel. That's the, the Sheet of the Rosh. Igris Moshe brings many riots to this. It's coming to be Mekel. There's three big kulos when it comes to Mechitza, and this will spend many prokim and dafim and Aaron talking about. One of them is called Legud. You have two types of good. Good Asik and good Achis. One of them is where you have a pole that stops, and the, the Lechis, you know, let's see, have, this is a classic air, community air of Shiloh. The pole goes only goes up to here, and the wire is right above it. So this is called good asik mechitzta that it goes up. We we uh, imaginer, imagine, Im- imaginary uh, raising the the beam ulalavud. We know we have this so many times when you have uh, mechitzta and uh, you have two wires that are within three tefachim of each other, or you have you know uh, sukkah panels that's within three tefachim of the ground. It's called lavud and it's considered. A solid, uh, it's considered connected. Well, the Daifin Akuma, yesterday's out talking about the people that have their uh, 
dining room sukkah, and the walls that bend, these three kulais are halacha l'meishmi sinai. So, let me just finish. Uh, one second. So th- these three kulais are halacha l'meishmi sinai, and these are mechitzas, even according to Ramer, who knows a classic ten tefach mechitza is a mechitza, but he still needs halacha l'meishmi sinai for good, for lovud, and for doifen akuma. Okay, yashikoyach.